What is happening, everybody? And welcome to episode numero uno of GKDR Death, aka Death Ratio. What's up, everybody? I will be your host this evening, Garrick B. Eaton, aka Devin's Little Cherry Blossom. And speaking of which, I am joined this evening by Brevin the Dude himself. Brevin, the dude, a.k.a. Devin. How are you doing this evening, Devin? I'm doing, I'm doing. I, you know, I'm, I'm on the, the precipice of being 32, and it doesn't feel any different. <laughs> no, nah, man, I feel like after 25, like, it's all just the same. You're going to yeah. transform during your birthday. I know. I'm going to get fat. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like... Hey, you have you don't have any like injuries this year. So well, so far unknown, unknown, it, unknown. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I guess anything could happen. You could injure yourself tomorrow on your birthday. Yeah, we're only a That'll month and fucked. a half. Wait, into why are you speaking year? into existence, Garrett? Come on, man. Yeah. Better to do that. He's just he's over thirty now. This just that's just the way of life. This is how That's things true. go. He gambles every morning. Yeah. <laughs> My back every, does hurt. Every morning actually. when he gets out of bed, I do dude, there are some days where I will wake out of bed and I will like stretch myself into a back spasm, dude. It's the worst. Yeah. You know, no, you roll, you I'm roll not even joking. every morning. <laughs> my my back hurts so much that I'm I have a doctor's appointment next week to go get an x-ray done and look at oh, it. Oh damn, dude. Oh man. You're about to you're I about cannot to wait do what for Ernell did. when that's me, dude. <laughs> It's also, it's but I, I have put my body through it over the years, yeah. like True. through True. it, skateboarding, motocross, uh, riding, you know, BMX bikes when I was younger, uh, snowboarding, um, mm -hmm. <laughs> stage diving at shows. <laughs> like that. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, no, if, if bodies are were a temple, Devin's is full of cracks. <laughs> like he just—it's a very old temple. It's like like it's ruins. Some shit. <laughs> it's it's that church that got closed down because the church was doing so bad that the the higher up church people who get all the free money said, "Yeah, we're not put, giving you any money." Yeah, like we're not even going to put this back into the building. We're just going to let it go to shit. Actually, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, well. Well, hopefully, uh, your birthday doesn't go to shit. Do you have any like? Do you have any plans for your birthday, your like, day? Sadly, Valentine's Day. Sadly, not a single person has tried to make plans with me for my birthday this year. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we can well, make some. Uh, maybe we can make some digital you. plans. Oh no! I'm going to have a shitty day tomorrow. It's fine. It's uh, Valentine's Day. I'm gonna go work. And then I'm going to come home and not do anything. It's going to be great. You know, dive into hell, dude. That's what you're going to do. Yeah, man. With your, with your we'll bros. See. Yeah. Yeah, you got to uh, do your part. Come on, not... dude. We still got to yeah. liberate Angel's Venture, dude. We'll see. We're so we're so far behind. Speaking yeah. of being uh, pretty far behind, though, we are also joined by Twitch's own DJ Sinfay! Because the times missing information he's lacking knowledge yeah i'm lacking a ton of information still loading in matter of fact my brain is still loading i haven't hit 25 yet i'm close i'm getting there dude we're almost we're like 75 percent of the way there 
75 percent huh yeah yeah dude what if what if 25 like, yeah dj actually hasn't he actually hasn't gained you know how, like some kids like gain their consciousness when they're like three or five dj's not there yet he's just like dude, he's my, actually my, not my entire frontal lobe really hasn't developed, dude. Yeah. <laughs> my 25, lobe 25 it's all gonna lock in for him though man life's really gonna open up <laughs> yeah yeah i'll actually be living dude i'll actually be alive <laughs> <laughs> oh shit how's your we're, dude it feels so weird because i feel like we're we're further into the week because we had shipwreck show yeah. last night because that's usually on thursday and i'm still kind of getting used to like having a piece of content before our tuesday stuff so i won't mm. i keep wanting to, to be like how's your guys this week been but really like Ed, not much it's else the week has gone further like it's yeah so dude, like it, how how's the, the start the beginning of your week been dude, I guess. And imagine it for me because like i'm off I was off oh, yesterday yeah. and I'm off today and tomorrow. So like it, it, so it all I, feels so weird. Since right you now. were off today, since so since you were off today, what what did you how did you spend your day, dude? I slept in, dude. I messed up my REM cycle again. So like I'm sleeping oh, at four shocker, now. shocker. There, dude. I think, and, like, and I'm waking honestly... up midday, and it I, it sucks because like I want to get work done like while I'm on break. So I like I how he, break. I like how he's gotten so good at this. Because he knows we're gonna give him shit about when he woke up. He no longer provides the time. He just said midday. Yeah, it's midday. Anytime <laughs> during the day. Look, to me, when I wake up, it's morning. Okay, when it, I, I don't care if I slept at six a.m. and woke up at like five. It's morning. Okay, I don't care. Morning to me, brother. It's morning to me. All right, new day just started for me. But um, uh, I'm probably gonna wake up early tomorrow. Even if I even if I do sleep late tonight, I'll try to wake up early tomorrow. Fucking chug some coffee down and get work done because I have a ton of shit to do at the end of the week. And this one class, all of it's like I have three things due Friday, but they're all due Friday at five o'clock at five p.m. So like technically, so it's not like you know for my brain. Yeah, I know it's weird. So in my brain, I'm like, it's not due Friday. It's probably it's it's due the day before because like if once yeah, because you don't have time to do that. There's not there's no window for that, right? Like if it was due at midnight, you could do it on Friday, right? But like that's not the case, right? So So, like if it ends at five, I'm like, well, I I wake up and I only have like three like three hours. That professor said, no, the moment I walk out of my office, you're all fucked. Yeah, yeah, dude, (laughs) it's it's fucked up. Um. And then uh, I, I have a thing to take care of for another class that I've been, like, pushing off because uh, I've just been wanting to relax. And, like, I've been kind of, like, just trying to, in a sense. Like, I'm just trying to get some agency back, dude. Like, I feel like I've been just, like, wired in into a machine just doing work and, like, fucking going to school, like, doing the routine shit. So I've been trying to, like, find myself, I guess. Uh but it's been cool. Mardi Gras is today, you know, Fat Tuesday. So, you know, everyone's celebrating with me. I'm just here uh, with you guys, you know, having a good old time. I'll try not to sound so upset about having to be here. And I'm not, I'm not upset. I, I, I want to be here. <laughs> I just, it's just, uh, you know, it's just going on. Like, I, you know, when, when people, when I, I, I have in my brain, I, I want to do things, right? Sometimes I feel like, if I'm not lazy, I just I'm paralyzed to do shit, right? You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I get that completely. It's the ADHD lockup feeling, like it's like I have things to do. I know I need to do them, and I have a plan to do them. Just I need time to enact it, and I need like time for myself to just like hit, hit those goals, right? 
but it sucks because it sucks because like I have people telling me what I need to do when I know already I mentally I've checked the, that box in my head like I'm going to do that whenever but I'm gonna I do, get I'm gonna to do it. it on my time right yes so I'm gonna it's I'm gonna, gonna going be to it'll do get it. done on my schedule yeah but then like someone says you should do that right now I'm like it's it's gonna ruin my flow. Like, Thanks for reminding me. Like, <laughs> like you're gonna you're gonna fuck up the system. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I get yeah, that because you're if you're yeah. anything so like, like me, it, you're, like you're, that, that's ADHD still like where you, you work really well under pressure. And yeah, uh, but like if you tell me to do it now, I'm like fuck you. You fuck. Okay, fine, dude. I'll fuck. I don't do it, dude. I'm like I I was planning on doing it anyway. I was gonna do it. Don't. Don't tell me I haven't done it because I didn't think about it. I, I was going to do it. I just had it in my brain. I just haven't told you that what I'm going to do yet. Like, it's just it's stuff like that. It's, I hate dealing with that. You hate dealing yeah, with too, that. Dude. You want to know what? Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. You know what, Devin? Just... I just. You know what, Devin? <laughs> what? 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 I don't know. What? <laughs> I don't. I don't know either, man. Uh, also, uh, we do have. I do just want to. We we have a we have a a man a man behind the curtain this evening. He's here, but he's not here. Uh, or no, just 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 say hello. Just say hello to the people real quick. I cannot believe you did that just so you could do that. I fucking hate it here. I fucking hate it here. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Hi everybody. I'm sick. I'm sick again. Sorry, y'all. Oh damn. Rest in peace. Or no. He's dying. His immune system's not keeping up, dude. Uh, yeah, dude. There's just been nah. This this winter's honestly. Oh, dude, it, it's been like, like going around so everywhere. Much shit going around. around. Yeah. COVID two. COVID two point oh. Ernell has the uh, stress stressing gitis. Yeah, I'm doing my he part. Has, has... <laughs> yeah. <sighs> uh, see, Ernell, Ernell, why why are you like this? Why are you like this? Um, why I, are you like this, Devin? I eat ass. <laughs> okay, dude. Oh, the, oh, what honestly, are you talking about? I'm accept, here. Accept, What's wrong? You're here. <laughs> uh, well, you want to know what, folks? We're not talking about Devin anymore because I can't deal with this shit. But <laughs> we, what well, today? What we are talking about is kissing, but better the Sony strategy. I'm doing my part and much much more because this is good kraken's death ratio your choice for all the nerdy video game news reviews and discussions that you want to hear live each and every tuesday at 7 p.m pacific standard time if you're into that yeah. you can head over to our discord channel where you can submit questions and topics to the show get exclusive content and have early access to episodes before they go live on podcasts and video services wherever you like to watch and listen. listen but if you have emptied your pockets for the latest and greatest in entertainment that's totally fine because you can watch us record this show live right here at twitch.tv forward slash good show if you have prime gaming you also have Give it to him, DJ. Twitch, bro. Twitch, Twitch Prime. Yeah, Fuck that up. I said that backwards. No, 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 I was ready. No, no, no. I was. I was so ready to say he Prime was, Gaming. And I threw it away Prime. for DJ. If you have Amazon Prime, you also have DJ Prime Gaming. There we go. Now that I've got it, say swap that, reverse it. Thank you, yeah. uh, Willy Wonka. Yeah, that really quick. <laughs> 
I like that even better. Uh, you can give that to us and help us game with you even more. But you can also support us by going over to our YouTube channel, clicking that beautiful bell and big red button, or by subscribing to our podcast channel by searching Death Ratio and leaving a review there. Folks, yes, sir. we have uh, some quick critical hits for y'all real quick. We have no content this Thursday. Our usual splash damage is uh, being uh, postponed or canceled this week, if you will, excuse me, uh, as we will be seeing madam web so that we can review it on friday for you all uh and be there for that because we don't know what we're getting into uh also a quick note apple podcast has to review our new shows uh like we said before we've kind of split up all of our shows and everything is going to be individually separated so it's decluttered for you guys to just be able to give you guys the content what you want when you want it so new episodes won't be available on their platforms for at least another week so this episode will still be releasing. Just give us a little bit of time. We need a little bit longer to release that for y'all. So new shows and episodes will be available on Spotify in the meantime, though. Sorry, our Apple, our Apple listeners. Uh, you can uh, you can if you if you got Spotify, you can head us there or you can watch us on YouTube uh, for another week. We do apologize. Have some patience for us there. Now. We are going to be heading into our next segment. We haven't done this segment yet on this show. Uh, you guys might be familiar with it. We had something kind of like it in our show before. But, Devin, why don't you tell everybody what our first segment is for the evening? Yeah, uh, coming straight uh, from you um, to you at the, uh, the, the Daily Bugle is uh, reporting in with... Uh, That's the Eiffel uh, Tower. The Meta Minute. I'm gonna fucking piss about? myself. <laughs> what is? Uh, anyways, <laughs> he's a minute, minute, folks. This is I can't. The Eiffel Tower. You fucking idiot. The Eiffel Tower. <laughs> <laughs> the meta minute is our bite-sized news segment where we will cover brief points of worthy gaming news such as release dates delays seasonal content announcements dlcs patch new patch notes game content industry events patch notes uh <laughs> etc all those things that like are Everything. big massive articles that are, you know that you may just want to hear right to get you caught up on the latest of the latest with that being said we do have a quick update about a very very popular game last year it won game of the year even and uh dj why don't you hit us with that first meta minute news thank you garrick uh the first news story up for meta minutes it is baldur's gate 3 patch 6 release announced by larian this is from logan moore at comicbook.com larian studios has revealed that its next major title update for baldur's gate 3 will be rolling out in mere days at the end of november 2023 patch 5 for baldur's gate 3 arrived and brought with it a ton of huge improvements following the launch of patch 5 larry made it clear that it was it was going to be winding down its ongoing support for the acclaimed rpg just a bit fortunately the, that support hasn't completely ended just yet, and is now going to result in the release of Patch 6 shortly. Over on social media, Larian announced that Patch 6 is set to release for Baldur's Gate 3 across PlayStation, Xbox, and PC at some point of this week. Of the new additions in this patch, Larian said that Patch 6 will see bug fixes, new animations, and other updates to Honor Mode. It was also promised that improved smooches, in quote, was will be coming to Baldur's Gate 3. Uh, which the studio showed more clearly in an accompanying video. Quote, 
Releasing next week, patch six includes improved smooches, new camp idol animations, new legendary actions in honor mode, and plenty of bug fixes. End quote. Larian said on the official Ballers Gate Twitter account, it's a hefty one. So we'll be sharing the full patch notes on our official website. Make sure to keep an eye out. Moving forward, questions about DLC and expansions for Baldur's Gate 3 continue to linger. Previously, those at Larian have indicated that DLC is something that the studio planned for when creating the game. For the time being, though, no such plans for the future expansions have been announced just yet. In all likelihood, though, if DLC for Baldur's Gate 3 does end up coming about in the future, we should learn more in the coming months. Thank you, DJ. Honestly, yeah, this seems like a really straight little for a little bit of news, right? Like Baldur's Gate three, one game of the year mm-hmm. last year. Like it, they're 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 winding down uh, that that ongoing support. It sounds like I, I don't know what improved smooches means, but if if it's something that the community asked for, which I'm sure they did, because uh, it, it's it seems specific. Uh, yeah, just be on the be on the lookout for those for those patch notes, guys. Like and uh, it sounds like. After this patch, I bet you like ex- expect a little bit more radio silence on their end as they prepare like you know bigger things. Like like I said, Larian has planned for DLC uh, for mm-hmm. this game. We're just uh, they're not ready to unveil what when or what that might be yet. So we gotta we gotta wait a little bit a little bit longer. But in the meantime, uh, just in time for Valentine's Day, you can uh, you can get your kissy kissy on a little better in Baldur's Gate Three. Mm-hmm. Yes, Up sir. next, we have. Uh, this one's actually this one's eh, this one's this, this one's a weird one because like boy, there's been lots of there's been lots of things we've been, we've been talking about, but Xbox will be sharing some big news on Thursday via its pot podcast. Yeah, they have a podcast. Uh, it's the official one. Yeah, I actually listen to it a lot. Let's see. It's like it's like sometimes the point proves itself. This is coming from Willow Row at Kotaku. Over a week of swirling rumors that have sent the Xbox community into a meltdown over the future of the console and its exclusive games, the company is ready to clear the air on what's to come. The Xbox Twitter account posted today that there will that it will be releasing a special edition of the Xbox podcast on Thursday, February 15th at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. The episode will be hosted by Phil Spencer, uh, CEO of Microsoft Gaming, Sarah Bond, president of Xbox, and Matt Booty, a uh, head of Xbox Game Studios. The three will share updates on the business on the Xbox business quote. This comes after Phil Spencer said last week that the company would be holding some kind of business update event that will illuminate, uh, quote unquote, our vision for the future of Xbox. Many assumed that this would come in the form of a live show of some sort, but it doesn't seem to be the case. One would expect good news to be shared as widely as possible, and a podcast does not instill that kind of confidence in this being uh, good news, air quotes. Considering, however, that the response to rumors that Xbox exclusive games may be coming to an end to viral uh, to rival coming to rival platforms has been less than positive from a large portion of Xbox fan base. It is not hard to understand why the company may not want to pull out all the stops for this, uh, whatever that news may be. It is worth noting that the air date for the podcast is a few hours after the usual Nintendo Direct's air. Uh, on a day when a, when a Nintendo Direct is rumored to be occurring. If one is indeed announced, it would lend cadence to the rumor that Xbox games, such as the previously announced rumored Hi-Fi Rush, will be released on the Switch. 
if the Nintendo Direct does re uh, reveal that Hi-Fi Rush or other games previously exclusive to Microsoft platforms are coming to the Switch, then Xbox will want to clear the air on how this ties to the company's plans going forward. Currently, there are a number of Xbox games rumored to be coming to rival platforms, including big tentpole titles on the uh, on the horizon like Senua's Saga, Indiana Jones, and Indiana Jones and the Great Circle. You can check out every rumored game coming up in this on uh, <clears throat> excuse me on Kotaku's uh, news roundup. Honestly, yeah, there's been there's been lots of uh, there's been a ton. I'm sure you guys have all seen this. Uh, there's been so 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 many rumors recently floating around about uh the future of xbox and what games are going to go to rival platforms and oh phil spencer you're you broke your exclusivity promise you know like it just the console war is like a buzz right now with just everybody losing their minds thinking that this is like the worst thing ever uh, do you guys have any thoughts on on this being a podcast as opposed to a live event show? Um, well, they do a lot of announcements during their podcast, and it is the official Xbox podcast. Um, so I don't I don't think it's that weird. Honestly, they're just using another platform, you know, and it, it sounds like they're using it to have like a live conversation about it, too, you know, Um. I don't know. It, I I think it could be more informative. I don't think it's a bad thing. I guess we'll have to see. I from I kind of I had I had like a thought on it on Twitter the other day when I when I or yesterday when they kind of announced it and I was like, does it have to be a podcast format? Like I am so like I really just want concise information bullet points on like mm -hmm. what F xbox business plan is for the future and like now i'm gonna end up having to listen to like an hour and a half or more of like open format conversation shit about like what the hell this company is deciding they're doing and like I, i'm just really worried that like this sort of like this as a podcast topic is not going to benefit the consumer yeah I know we'll have to see how it plays out like it, honestly and who knows maybe it ends up being like mm -hmm. a you know like one of those like 50 minutes like we're just gonna hit all the punch points really quick pod like podcast and like it's it's real tight and like i you know and i eat my words like so be it and like in that case great good for them you know like oh i feel like live showcases tend to be 30 30 minutes to an hour anyway so an hour long podcast would be just fine i guess mm -hmm. dj do you have any thoughts um I guess it, it's not weird per se. I think it's a, it's a choice, like an interesting choice as to why they're doing a podcast because it's um like I said like at the top of the uh, the story it's like all the executives are just talking about the business side of Xbox. So it kind of feels more of like a, I guess like a like a business seminar instead, you know, if, if that's what they're going down because um a lot of people have been talking about how, like, with the recent news and stuff, how Xbox is kind of like on the down, I guess. Um, and it, and it's it's just like, I don't know. Personally, I, I don't mind it because, like, technically, any other showcase is technically kind of a podcast in and of itself. It's just like more visuals and like just announcements of shit. Um, I guess they just want to streamline it. For me, I think it's more interesting from like me because i'm a i'm a pr student like public relations student so i wonder like 
uh, about like this, the PR aspect of this and why they would choose to do this, like that motive, you know what I mean? And what, yeah, and that's kind of what's got me like interested in it too. Right. I'm, I'm a little curious as to like, okay, like, like you're obviously choosing a different vehicle for this announcement for a reason. Like what, like what's the, why? Yeah. Like, you know, cause like there, there's, of course, there's always going to be a reason, especially if you're this high up in the business, you know what I mean? Like, like in the industry, like you're an industry giant in this fucking in the, in this game. So like the the choice to just make this announcement, these announcements through a podcast is very interesting. Uh, we'll have to <laughs> excuse me. We'll have to see what um what they're gonna say and what they're gonna do. Uh, but I feel like with the I mean, with the show and with the pot, like with their previous showcases and with the podcast, like they can still like pretty much script it in a sense. I guess the podcast feels a little bit more natural. I guess they're trying to like make it seem more human, I guess. Like we're talking to you, the viewer, instead of talking to talking at a teleprompter and a camera and just showcasing like, oh, this is what or like putting on a performance, I guess. Mm. So it's interesting. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. That's and, a, that's I a will say I didn't really, I hadn't really considered. So, like, I don't know. It's one of those ones where I think we'll just have to, we'll have to really see what they ultimately do. But, uh, Devin. Yeah, I was gonna say too. Um, this podcast is generally only around forty-five minutes, at most, maybe an hour. It's it's really not a long-winded. So yeah, podcast like like I said, maybe it'll be it'll be really mm-hmm. it'll be really condensed then. Um, so I mean, obviously, yeah. uh, like we, we will likely end up coming back to this next week. Uh, after mm-hmm. the they have aired the podcast and we have all had the opportunity to listen to it and just dis- and discuss uh, and really break down like what our thoughts on what they had to say. Um, but I just really quick, um, like like not really digging into the rumors or anything, but like I just want to know, do you guys have any positive or negative thoughts one way or another about uh, Xbox's exclusivity thing. opening opening up, if you will? One thing that I do remember is that Phil Spencer said he wanted to put Game Pass on everything. So I this could just be a form of that in a sense, you know. That'd be interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely I'd, ha- I'd have a really hard time seeing Game Pass ever coming to PlayStation. But I think Game Pass coming to like a Nintendo as something or other is a little bit more in the books. Right. Or, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, it, I guess it could be maybe we're looking at like an official version of it on um, the Steam Deck, like an actual like an official Steam Deck application. Right. Because mm-hmm. like you can you can use Game Pass right now, but it's like it's through a streamed method. Right. You're using it as like the desktop application like and mm-hmm. it, that creates hiccups. So maybe we get like the official streamline announcement or, you know, maybe they're coming to some of those other handhelds. But like, I don't know. I, I personally think the exclusive exclusivity like opening up is just a generally a good thing like more games to, mm-hmm. like give the give the games to the players right like that's that's always kind of my stance on things uh dj do you have do you have thoughts on it one way or another uh can you repeat that again sorry i, I, I zoned out for like half a second no, no no it's okay do you have any thoughts like positively or negatively on xbox opening up their exclusivity like regardless of what the rumors think like obviously we'll have answers in a few days but like do you think it's a good or a bad thing one way or another if you know if like the, if they do open up their exclusivity uh i think overall it'd be a good thing opening up that 
exclusivity. Like, just I think we all benefit as consumers. I think this whole like console war, like exclusivity battle thing, has kind of been played out, and it's only like the the remnants of of like a few of the the vocal minority backing like this stupid little like like dick measuring contest between those these two companies uh between xbox and sony that is um so i i i think it should uh they the or they should um think about opening up because um people want to play more games like uh and i think um opening that up opening giving game pass to other platforms could open up new uh, people to new experiences and games they 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 probably would have never played since they didn't have an Xbox or choose to have an Xbox or a PC, you know. Um, yeah, I think it, it just helps everyone in that case. And plus, it it puts Xbox into into this bucket where it's been trying to like keep itself in for uh, which is kind of the game company for the gamers. You know what I mean? Like Sony is there to like just sell you games and sell you products. Like Xbox is doing the same. Don't like, but like the way they approach it is different. Like Xbox in the past few years has been trying to approach it as we want to be consumer friendly to you, and we want to get you playing our games more, right? So right, yeah, and that that's always kind of felt to me like that's just been what Phil Spencer's philosophy has been, like just generally speaking, mm-hmm. he was just like, yeah, we want to give Xbox to everybody, but like, but he he said Xbox like as a brand, we want yeah. to give Xbox to everybody, and like not necessarily yeah. a console. So I think like I think there's I don't know like I think that I mean obviously they've stated in the past like very transparently like Phil Spencer said like we lost the console war we know that like it just like like the numbers the numbers show that like it's not even an argument like there's no debate to be had there like the numbers just show that like that's just the way it went right but like obviously they have a place in the space and in entertainment and in gaming and like maybe this is just their way of finally taking the time to redefine that for the consumers at home uh like for some clarity Mm mm-hmm all right, we have just a few little bits left for y'all before we get into our uh our our big our big headliner for this evening. But uh Devin, will you hit uh will you hit him with our next yeah. bit of news? Yeah, guys. Helldivers 2 passes God of War to become PlayStation's biggest Steam launch yet. This is coming from Carly Veloshi over at Polygon. Looks like PlayStation's PC strategy is paying off. Helldivers 2, the third-person co-op shooter that launched Thursday, has become the company's biggest Steam launch to date. According to Steam Database, SteamDB, Helldivers 2 has reached 81,840 peak concurrent players on Steam just one day after release. It's actually been way more now. I think it's like a hundred. But the thing I think it's over a hundred thousand now, but I think it's a hundred and sixty thousand now. Um but uh since uh it dropped to around sixty six thousand at the time of the writing this this is written on the first day of the game being out obviously um that beats God of War 2018's previous concurrent peak of 73,529 when it hit PC back in 2022. 
PlayStation has been looking to expand its offerings beyond just the PS5, so it's released many first-party games on Steam months or years after console launch. Just in 2023, it put out Returnal, The Last of Us Part 1 for PC. Horizon Forbidden West and Until Dawn Remaster are on the way as well. However, Helldivers 2 is the first PlayStation-published game to hit PS5 and PC simultaneously. Its day one launch on PC could explain the high player count. After all, God of War had already been out for years on PlayStation 4 by the time it hit PC, so there's a lot less momentum. Still, Helldivers 2 is a bit of a niche title and as much and has much smaller in scope compared to the AAA titles PlayStation previously brought to the platform. Um, Simon Carlos, founder of Game Discover Co., which tracks and analyzes Steam usage, said that the game's success comes down to a lot, comes down a lot to co-op. Quote, I think co-op is key, and people are always looking for AAA-looking co-op games they can try with their buddies. And the original Helldivers being another great co-op game, although more of a twin-stick shooter, is a great lead-in to the sequel, um, he told Polygon. Currently, Helldivers 2 has a mixed rating on Steam with just over 10,800 reviews. Like many other multiplayer games, it had a rough launch with server and matchmaking issues. Players have also reported problems with the NProtect Game Guard, the game's anti-cheat software, that could prevent the game from launching. Developer Arrowhead Game Studios has been working on fixes and released a patch. I played the game for three hours last night and didn't encounter too many issues besides some quick play timeouts. Yeah. Game's ex- I mean, success. Yeah, obviously, like, we, I really just wanted to share this uh, just from a statistics mm-hmm. standpoint. Like, we are going to be uh, discussing this game um, a lot more uh, heavily here in just a moment. Uh, but, DJ, did your hand go up there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I wanted to say, imagine if PlayStation would release, I don't know, maybe a Bloodborne PC port or a Ghost of Tsushima PC port because clearly it works. Right, we like, have yeah, the statistics it... to back that up. Last of Us Part One is a success. Horizon Forbidden West, pretty good. Until Dawn Remaster, I don't know know if anyone played that. Uh, <laughs> um, but clearly, uh, it works. And the people have been asking for a Bloodborne PC port for uh, almost a day, forever, forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and to a uh, Ghost of Tsushima port would be insane, um, because it it would clearly mean a lot more players to play these games. I don't know if it's like a some issue with like maybe licensing or or some other like issue that we don't know about behind the scenes, maybe some corporate shit that we don't know about. But um, seeing Helldivers two succeed is pretty cool, considering where they came from. Uh, especially with Helldivers 1 being a, a top-down experience, now switching to third person. Um, all of us here at GK have played it, and I think all of us agree when I say this, it is much deeper than just what it looks like on the surface. You know what I mean? Just Absolutely. Looks like, also, just looks like a horde uh, shooter. You know, it just looks like a co-op horde shooter. But that is part of its base core gameplay, but... It goes way deeper than that, especially when you factor in the customization, the um, the kind of this uh, you're one man or you're one squad, a part of this big war 
between uh, different factions. And of course, more alien races are yet to come to the game as well. Um, different maps, locations, different stratagems, hey. these little special abilities. Pump, hey, we're reviewing it in a little bit. Briggs, slow it up. We have a whole review to do. Yeah, so I have a whole... yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just I saying, understand I'm just your saying. eagerness. I do, yeah. because there's much no, to no, discuss. But I, but that was, that was where the I was juicy bits for we're, down there, you I know? know? But the, I said I was going to stop right there, okay? You guys fucking cut me off right when I was about to stop anyway. <laughs> hey, look. All I'm saying is the game is a success, obviously, and I think the more people are, are playing this, the more they realize like this is a pretty great game. It looks insane. Also, um, speaking of that, actually, I do have a yeah. quick uh, up, update from Arnell on the back end for us. Uh, he went and checked the Steam uh, the Steam reviews because obviously this article was written uh, very early after the game's release. Uh, you know, mar- just kind of marking the game's success. Uh, Helldivers Two currently holds a mostly positive uh, Steam review with thirty six uh, with thirty six thousand reviews. So. It is now up. It is now has it has tripled its reviews or uh, yeah, tripled its reviews. And uh, it is now sitting at mostly positive as of uh, right now, this recording. Devin. You know what also happened about an hour ago? They reached hmm. an all time peak of two hundred and three thousand six hundred. And honestly, players. I bet you there's actually more players than that. Their servers are just at capacity. So, yeah, like it's, yeah, it's, it's pretty services- crazy. And the yeah. game is forty bucks, dude. I think that is a great draw for a co-op. Yeah, there's game. like, yeah, Boys. there's so much, there's so much to get into, and like, honestly, I can't wait, I can't wait to, to, yeah. to really dive. We'll talk into more that about it. We'll talk more about minute. it. But I have one quick thing that we've never really done this before as like a news thing. We, we this is this is kind of new. I'm I'm feeling it out just to see how it works. All right, just I, I just because normally like we don't really t- we don't really talk release dates or we don't really talk like what's up and coming for you guys. Uh, but since we are doing this like this podcast is now dedicated wholeheartedly to gaming, uh, we are going to try to when it's applicable, right? Uh, when we're doing this this segment to to try to give you updates on on news uh, on and our games that are releasing uh in the very near future when we're doing our recording so with that being said we're going to talk about some games that are coming uh out this week uh starting and this is all coming from uh straight from game from game informer uh you know because they're like they're like the guys when it comes to uh you know keeping track of what is what and like as far as like the biggest uh highlight titles uh to keep track of with that being said, we have some awesome games coming this week. Uh, some ports, some new ones, some awesome stuff. Starting with uh, Banishers Ghosts of New Eden, which literally is out right now. Uh, that is a brand new AAA action adventure title, uh, which you can uh, purchase. It is available on all platforms. It's available on PlayStation 5, Xbox Series, XS, and PC. Not all platforms. Sorry, Switch. Sorry. Uh we also have a port of Dragon Quest Builders. That is a that's actually another uh, Sony PlayStation game. It's finally getting a port and it is coming to PC. That is also available today. We have another game called Islands of Insight available on PC, uh, as well as Lysfanga, the Time Shift Warrior, also available on PC. Lots of games coming out today. They're really starting the week strong. Tuesdays yeah. uh, tend to be a bigger indie days, while uh, AAAs tend to drop on Thursdays and Fridays. So these are so these uh, these some of these games I'm listing right now are going to be like 
big bigger more hyped indie releases uh another was actually speaking of which i have another game releasing as of t- uh, today is altros uh which is a psychedelic metroidvania game which is available on playstation 4 playstation 5 and pc we have another action platformer uh we've got arzetta the jewel of Faramore. this one that bad boy is available on uh the 14th we have Tomb Raider 1 through 3 remastered. Oh, sorry. Arzetta is available on PlayStation 5, XS, PlayStation 4, and uh, Switch and PC and Xbox One. All platforms there. We do have the Tomb Raider 1 through 3 remastered, also coming out on the 14th, available uh, on PlayStation 5, XS. Uh, this is all platforms as well, honestly, because even a remaster of that, the game is probably not going to look that great. You're playing that for, for the nostalgia. Yeah. All right, we have just a few coming up. We have we have another game called A Little to the Left. I'm actually going to see what genre that is. This is a puzzle game. Cool. Yeah, it's a, it looks like it looks like it's a new puzzle game releasing uh, on uh, XS or Xbox platforms and PlayStation platforms. No PC or Switch on that one. We have uh, another. This is a narrative driven uh, story game called Lake. It's a it's like a narrative adventure. We've also got yeah, we've we've keep we've kept a little bit of tabs on that one. I think Ernell's been watching that one. Mm. Uh we have a, another simulator game. Uh it's called Plate Up. It kind of looks a little bit like overcooked meets rubber it is, bandits. I think it I think it's better. It's like a little a little bit better, more hectic. Yeah, or, but it looks like it's in that, it's like a, a kitchen simulator uh in the same same vein. It was on PC, uh, but now it's now it's on the consoles now. Yep, and that one is... Oh, I apologize, guys. Those last three titles, these are all coming out February 15th, a little bit later in the week. And then to end off our week, we've got our big bangers, right? We have Mario versus Donkey Kong coming to Switch on February 16th and Skull and Bones uh, coming to PlayStation 5, Xbox XS, Stadia, and PC, also available on February 16th. Uh, any of these? Y'all picking up any of these this week? Any of these uh, tickle your pickle? Uh, depending on what I'm seeing from Banishers, I might I might pick up Banishers, uh, Ghost of New Eden. Uh, I've seen a little bit of some gameplay clips, and it looks pretty cool. Um, but some of the reviews, from, especially from IGN, giving it a 7, it means it's not bad, but not the game that we were thinking it was going to We be. were necessarily yeah anticipating it to be yeah mm-hmm. 100% agree. Uh I'm actually I'm I'm excited I kind of want to play a little bit to the left uh because I'm it, based off of the theme it looks like it's got like a cat gravity knocking shit over thing going on and like um cats. I love oh, cats. Yeah. Uh, I'm also really I I want to get into Ultros. Uh I love Metroidvanias. I love like the 2G action platformers uh and this just looks like a really unique concept. Devin, are you excited about anything coming up? Um, out of this week, not Skull and Bones is also like, and I want to play it, but like I'm so waiting on reviews. That this this week is kind of a a miss me week for gaming. I mean, we I just got Hell Divers, I just got Enshrouded. You know, still playing Power World. Like, you know, I'm 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 Mm. pretty. uh, You got some things to play, right? Yeah, and these ones. I'm going to be diving into Enshrouded some more. That's for sure. Hell yeah. 
Well, yeah, folks. So that's kind of what we have on the release radar this week uh, for 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 game releases. Uh, we just kind of wanted to try that out and see if you guys liked hearing what was upcoming when you guys feel when you guys have the opportunity uh, to listen to the episode at your leisure. So let us know if you guys want us to keep providing you with uh to with 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 game release dates. Like, I'm, we're happy to do that. I kind of like. Yeah, leave like us some feedback in any of the yeah, comments. Yeah, leave us some feedback or, if that's something you guys want. Or join our Discord and let us know as well. Yeah, yeah join absolutely. The that's something we would like to continue doing for guys uh, if that's something you guys were interested in uh, us providing to you. With that being said, we are getting ready to head into... Whew, we're getting ready to head into it. DJ, will you tell them, everybody at home, what we're headed into next? Well, everyone, buckle your seatbelts because we know what you really want to get to. It's the fucking end game. Let's get into it. Cue stuff that Q I don't think game. we have yet. Yeah, whatever we don't Q have. Cool, cool splash screen. Cue explosion. And, and sound effect. I, I feel. I feel like we should just show like the scene where it just yeah. goes on your left, then <laughs> <And> it transitions. <laughs> no fucking our end game. I'll just flash the screen with our cameras. Fuck off, bro. <laughs> end game is our headlining segment, folks. It is our number one, our big, uh, our big headlining topic discussion uh, piece of 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 information that we are going to be providing for you guys uh that takes forms of all sorts of different things we have pri- pri- proprietary that's a hard word proprietary discussions and today we're doing something that we told you guys we were going to do more of right and we are doing a team review right everybody mm-hmm. is doing a review today this is not a hands-on deck this is not this is not our chapter select. We are not doing just a one. Everybody is here participating in this review, and you are going to get the good crack on good the good crack in official raid. Yeah, I'm really stumbling tonight, y'all. I'm I'm sorry. Uh, the good Kraken official rating on this game, and tonight we are reviewing Hell Divers Two. As we were just discussing this game a little bit earlier, uh, by uh from Devin's article, uh, that we. We're talking about, you know, the, how successful this game has been, and it suffered a little bit from that success in a way. So tonight mm-hmm. we are going to be reviewing Helldivers 2. So uh, this is obviously going to we don't really do our reviews uh, big as a group like this for video games very often. This is a new thing for us. So for you listeners at home, it's going to be very, very similar to our film reviews. Uh, I'm going to give everybody an opportunity to share uh, their 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 top their top thoughts and then i'm going to give them some pointed questions about what they think about the game and then we will all going around and we will give it a score based off of our new uh ranking that we use uh when when suggesting or not suggesting video games to you all at home with that being said i think Devin and I have put like egregious amounts of time into this game already and i think we're gonna have lots and lots and lots to share uh uh, DJ has been taking some time to it sounds like take care of his mental health and we support him in that. So as a result, he has not played. He has not dove into hell, if you will, quite as many times well, as the rest bit. of us. Yeah, quite yet, but he's still he's still got plenty of time in there. So DJ, with that being said, can you provide us your initial thoughts and impressions on Hell Divers 2? Uh, well, I mean, when we saw the release trailer at the showcase um, uh, months ago, 
Uh, I think oh, you actually, were actually Devin. Can I pause or Devin DJ? Jesus, I'm like you guys' D names is really doing it's really doing me in today. Can I pause you really quick? I yeah. I I have done a disservice to y'all at home. Everybody, Helldivers Two is a co-op third-person <laughs> shooter. I should guess I can tell you what the fucking game is real quick before <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. just like let's Go review ahead. it. I'm so sorry, everybody. My brain is all over the place. Helldivers 2 is a co-op third-person shooter uh, set in the uh, a, a set in a large galaxy, and you are fighting bugs and uh, robots called automatons in the name of managed democracy. Uh, this game is a PVE co-op shooter taking place uh, in the third-person view, uh, which is a big mix-up as a, as a sequel. Uh, as the original game was an isometric twin stick shooter. So uh, this game is a it's actually first person uh, Sony PlayStation published. It is a Sony game and it was developed by Arrowhead Games. They are a small uh, studio uh, out of Stockholm. So this game is heavily inspired by Warhammer 40K and Starship Troopers and really kind of delves into uh, specifically the film Starship Troopers and the satirical version of uh, fascism. Yes, I, I use that word because it's a part of the game uh, of fascism and like what what corrupted democracy and government really looks like. And it does it through the vehicle of dispensing justice, uh, air quotes, to uh, a bunch of bugs and, and robots all over various planets uh, in the name of satirical uh, democracy. Now, with that being said, y'all, DJ, what are your thoughts yes. on the game? Yes, Gary. Um, yeah, as you said, uh, as I was saying uh, earlier, you know, when we watched the the reveal for this game and the switch from that top down uh, display from the first game into third person i think we were all pretty excited but i think your description of the first game um really sold me on uh how they're gonna do the sequel um from what i uh from what you told me uh the developers of this game this franchise basically now um his game series they're pretty cool and they uh have put a lot of passion into this this ip um, and it, it has been really fun from the little I've played of it. I only have around six hours in the game, but, uh, most of it has been playing with, uh, with squads, with, with friends. So I, I, I've been able to get the gist of this game and have a taste of how deep this game can go with such a, a, a very simple premise. Um, just like Gary said, it's kind of like, it is very, very Starship Troopers-esque. You are just one soldier in a squad of other just individual guys going down there, diving straight into the jaws of the enemy and disrupting fucking factories and, and, and bug nests and just liberating everything you can see, liberating and colonizing uh, whatever planet you're on uh, with your squad. Um, the gameplay is fun. There's something about it's. It, there's something left for dead about it, in the sense of the combat's basic, right? The shooting mechanics are kind of basic, um, but it feels good. There's a little bit uh, an element of like realism. I hate saying that, um, 
There's like it's, weapons. Grounded is the word. I yeah, gr- is yeah, the more word grounded shooting elements. Like, um, there's some things where some uh, or most weapons use like if you're moving, if you're strafing. Of course, there's a, a little indicator of where y- your bullets are going to fly uh, based on wh- where your cursor is. Of course, so you always have to kind of you don't have to always stay planted, but of course you will be, you will be kind of inaccurate while moving. There's also other weapons that. Uh, reload faster with the assist of your squad mates. Uh, there's plenty of objectives littered across the map. Um, oh, I forgot to say, like when when you enter a planet, uh, how this works is you you basically choose a planet to liberate, and you will be part of that like uh, mission to liberate that planet, and you get to choose a spot on that planet to land and conduct missions, which uh, come in a variety of objectives which I really enjoy. I thought maybe it's just like, oh, you're, I, I thought, uh, you know, before I started playing, There's I thought it was a just lot be... of objectives. Yeah. It, it, and it kind of, it's kind of like the same with left for dead. Like you think it's just here, you're shooting zombies, but um, they add elements and objectives that you have to do that, uh, that kind of create this tension and you have to play it with a sense of pace that, uh, an anxious set of pace, if you will. Um, like, you know, in Left 4 Dead, you have to find gas cans to start up the car in the mall, or you have to, you know, fill up the generator or, like, set up the, the walls and shit like that, right? Uh, in this game, it's kind of the same thing. You have to uh, find the terminal, uh, and the terminal will tell you, oh, switch on the fuel valves uh, that are scattered around this outpost, and then type in the code, and to launch the nuke like stuff like that and it's really it's fun it the gameplay loop is repeatable and it doesn't get boring because of these different objectives and then of course there's also little outposts littered around the map and you are rewarded for trying to complete side objectives they don't feel like you know something you can just be like eh, i can forget that you know it's it feels important it feels because you're building to this war effort you're building uh, uh with among everyone else who's playing the game to this like kind of war score to liberate a planet and um you know continue on this this goal of liberation uh for super earth so as they say um so you got to do your part uh as the starship troopers iconic seed you know you got to be doing your part uh and it's super fun uh, I will say customization is a little lacking. I kind of wish we could change a little bit of the color accents. You don't have to change the whole color of the armors, but um, I, I saw that on a suggestion it. list. The devs acknowledged it. They're like, I'm going to pitch that. And I'm like, hey, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, of course, like uh, there's more to it. You have different loadouts, different armor sets have different stat bonuses. Um, and it's just, you know, and, and, you know, different squad mates can have different builds and and have it work in a cohesive way. And nothing feels overpowered in a sense. So, and even if it did, you're all working towards the same goal. It's only PVE. So, you know, you still, you will all still be able to kind of, again, do your part and not feel left out for not having the best gear. Because, you know, it's kind of, it, everyone is able to do something uh, within the squad. Um, enemy, the enemies get pretty hard. You would think, you know, they're just fucking bugs. You, you have guns, bullets, and fucking artillery, artillery barrages and orbital strikes. 
dude, it gets pretty hectic. And there's some big bosses too, uh, like the Automaton Hulk. And the I I don't think uh, I faced it, but I think it's the Brood Mother. Like it's like huge or like some bile. Oh creature. no, it gets oh, the bigger. Bile Titan. Bile Titan. Yeah. bile Titan. Yeah, there it is. So the Bile Titan, that's pretty big too. Um, uh, yeah, they're and I hear <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Garrick and I have and fought so, a couple. Yeah. So, you know, I, I haven't fought one yet. We fought a Hulk, but I just kind of threw an orbital strike at it and it blew up. So, <laughs> so that was kind of easy. But um, it, it, it gets hectic. Um, even just at medium difficulty with four squad members in a Discord call, all four of us just still chilling and, and communicating with each other, it still gets pretty hectic. And, uh, yeah, it's it. this game's just really good. Um, it's not perfect, um, which I think you, one of you guys will, will go into why that is, but, and I'll, I'll save it for you guys, but I, I think, I think it's pretty fun so far. Uh, I just wish I had the urge to play it more. Uh, but it's still fun. Even solo, I played a, a couple solo missions by myself and it, it felt, it felt fun to do that. Yeah, 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 the gameplay. I I played solo a little bit too, and the it, like it's you can do it solo. The game, it just the, the way you change, you play changes drastically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you're definitely playing the game a lot differently than if you are in a squad. Uh, yeah. Thank you, DJ. Thank you, uh, Devin. Your uh, top level thoughts and first impressions of Helldivers Two. So, first impressions of Helldivers Two. It is a PVE AKP game. And AKB is accidentally kill player. <laughs> so uh, this this is the, the yeah this is the first defined PVE AKP game in my opinion. So um, this game's fun, guys. The it's it the gameplay loop is can be really fast paced. It's easy to immerse yourself within the gameplay loop too. Um, Oh, like Garrick and I were doing it the other day. We were going on scouting missions and going we to were the doing new like planets. Some RP and... shit, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, super fun. Um, but this game is gorgeous. I don't know what engine this is running on. I, I think we Would dug you? into it the other day, but this is a gorgeous game. Um, I'm playing it on PC with a 3070, and it looks great. It runs great. I'm not having any hiccups. The only issues I've been running into is some disconnects. And I think that's because I've been playing with people on PS5 a lot. Um, Garrick, we've experienced uh, it a few times. Stingray is what is the engine they're using. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It 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 looks great. It runs great. Um, the uh, the hitboxes are pretty reactive. Um, and and there's just the little things like stepping through mud that makes you slower uh standing behind somebody shooting a bazooka and having the yeah, backblast shoot you yeah we found out there was backdraft yeah. the other day we didn't know that like yeah. yeah i like i launched a i like launched a rocket and like it literally like it blew like uh, our friend average larry across like across the map and he dropped his grenade on me and we died yeah and that's what i was gonna get on to next if you're calling in an orbital strike you have to throw a beacon that sends the signal up for where they're gonna hit and if you're holding that and you get not stunned or like knocked over somehow you will just drop it right there and uh and madness and it's still coming down it doesn't deactivate it's still coming yep it still goes down um 
I do like the armor sets uh, a lot in the game. I am with DJ that I wish there was some uh, customizable features with, uh, you know, changing some colors like they can still have the same patterns and everything. But I'd like like with uh, Halo, they'll do one, two and three. You have three different color hues you can change on an armor. set, Right. Right. Yeah. And even even if it was just like some accent swaps and stuff like this is one mm-hmm. of those game games where like I think like color reskins are going to be acceptable. Yeah, you know, it'd be fun. I hate to I hate to suggest this, but this is the destiny player inside of me. What if you had different armors that were at different levels that you could add certain amount of perks to? Or they all had like two perk slots and all the buffs from the armors you get, you can use as perks, you know? I mean, I can see them do something like that. Like I said, like they've like they're they are Mm -hmm. looking at some like community like suggestions for like the future of the things they want to add. But like, yeah, Uh, or like like, I can see them doing something like that with the cosmetics or like squad raids, like going onto a planet to like accomplish some huge horde thing. But you have a whole nother squad playing with you as well. Or like they could even do PVP style things like that, like who killed the most of a horde like fastest, you know? Oh yeah, I've I seen I've seen suggestions like that too, or like yeah, or like an uh, or like an infinite mode, uh, mm-hmm. and all that sort of stuff. How long yeah, can you yeah, last? Like Call of Duty Zombies. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Any uh, any other additional top level thoughts? Yeah. Um. The sound design is so good. Mm. It is so good. good. Uh, you can definitely. I'm pretty sure they utilize the three D spatial audio. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they utilize the 3D spatial audio so you can hear everything from like the different kinds of noises that the bugs and the automatons make and in what direction they're making it from Uh, bullets going past you. You can hear like the whiz in the air, uh, the foliage moving. They they did a great job on sound design. Like like I said, beautiful game. The only thing that looks terrible is the NPCs and the robotic mouths. They look yeah. like Horizon Zero Dawn NPCs yeah. and from honestly, launch. <laughs> and you only even see them when you're in the ship. Uh, yeah. DJ, I saw your hand go up real quick. Yeah, when, Devin, you mentioned the audio design, and I, I, it just clicked for me, like, how good it is. Like, because mm-hmm. I, I, I remember playing solo, like, yesterday more, or yesterday, and I was able to, like, hear, like, the different types of, like, the little bugs, like, walking around, mm-hmm. like, 20 meters behind me. You like, could, yeah, even though they were in a group right behind yeah, you, you dude. could individually distinguish the kinds of bugs. Yeah, yep. exactly. And I was like, oh shit. Like, I, I didn't, it, it didn't click in my brain at the moment. Like, but I was glad I was able to hear that, like, in the moment, like, be able to discern, like, what's going on. Yeah. So Devin's like 100% on that. The sound design is actually really, really fucking good. Mm-hmm. Um, props to them for that. Yeah, this is a $40 game. This is a $40 game. I hope this sets a precedent for other um, other publishers and studios and makes them go, oh, okay. The, you know what? You know. The game has actually been receiving, like, praise from other developers for their animations, like, they, for their, like, a lot of their character mm-hmm. animations and, like, the bug mm-hmm. animations and stuff. Everyone's, uh, so they've, they've received, and because the game is, the game is well-made, it's, like, it's got a lot of polish in the way that, like, they chose to approach its gameplay loop. It looks even like a triple-A game. 100%. Even when you switch into, like, kind of the first-person view with some weapons, 
even the reloading is animated on the weapons. Like it could have easily just did like a kind of a GTA five where they just kind of like just fucking smack the bottom of the fucking pistol and like cock it um, to reload. But, um, but like you can see that the mag being like, like put into the rifle and then like the charging handle be like pushed back in first person when you're reloading uh which i like that's a level of detail which i didn't expect uh right, it's still, coming it's even things. though they, they just switched from top down to 3d i thought you know maybe they would just kind of cut corners that way but no these guys paid attention to every little thing and it's really fucking cool hell yeah Devin, anything else to add no no excellent Alrighty, well, that brings it uh, to my top-level thoughts and impressions of Helldivers 2. And, ooh-wee! This game scratches just about every itch I was hoping it would scratch. Um, So, like, I'll just start from, like, basically from from the tippy-top, just kind of running through the gameplay loop with you guys real quick. You you start in 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 your destroyer up in space, and you choose the planet that you would like to enter to. There, there's this big galactic map, and uh, right now there's two war fronts. Uh, there's the the red automatons on the western side of the map, and uh, the yellow terminids on the right side of the map. And you can travel freely to any of the non-liberated planets available to you in those highlighted sectors, and uh, held drop uh into or dive you know hell dive onto these planets to liberate them from uh the respective factions that control them uh you choose the planet you choose your objective um shit while you can even choose the time of the time of day that you are approaching the planet because the planets actually have like a rotating axis and like if you start like a mission like at 426 like it's literally going to be dark in game by the time that you extract because time will have passed on the planet um there is like there's a big like there's essentially a big galactic war effort on either side uh that's tracking like what like our losses in missions or missions failed versus player successes and our ability to complete them in a timely manner uh to liberate these planets essentially uh so as you after you choose your planet everybody literally they walk up to their hell pods which are located at the front of the ship everybody gets into their pod you choose your armor your weapons and your stratagem loadouts uh so stratagems are something very very unique and specific to this game uh and it's basically that it's it's your character's skills and abilities uh so you have a basic primary and secondary weapon with you at all times but if you want heavy artillery weapons uh, or the orbital strikes or anything additional uh, that these guys have mentioned in their impressions it's something you have to physically call down uh whether it be from a, a a plane a fighter jet that's strafing across the sky or physically dropping from your ship in close orbit and uh like the game it's it's incredible the level of detail that like the game really gets into um when it comes to this so like you choose your loadout and like you've got your stratagems right and like the stratagems are offering anything to you from support weapons uh like machine guns like anti-tank rocket launchers uh something they call a recoilless rifle which is basically just like a big backdraft rifle uh that is like assisted reloaded with your partner and like it's a semi-automatic and like you use it to break uh armor uh you have 
eagle strikes, which are essentially uh, bombardment strikes from uh, artillery planes, which, you know, are circling above. And you have orbital strikes of various natures from dropping smoke on the enemy to gas to 500 kilogram bombs, which essentially function as a mini nuke you're dropping on the freaking enemy in the name of glorious managed democracy. Uh, and then you've got your so you have your planets, you've got your stuff all selected. You drop down onto your planet. Everybody breaks out of their pods. They rise from the Earth, essentially, like because you pierce the ground at like mock Jesus. Uh <laughs> you rise up, you call down all your additional armaments, everybody starts getting their their materials and their squad stuff ready, and then you start hitting the objective. Uh, you are constantly head on a swivel, you're watching for enemy patrols, you're keeping your eye out for objectives, for points of interest that are going to offer you uh, credits and things that you can use to, to further your character's growth in-game. In and all the while, it, in it takes place on this alien planet in a very, very immersive co-op military sim-esque uh, sort of presentation. Like you are, you are an everyman. You are, you might be an elite soldier, but you are fighting enemies that are far superior to you in armor, firepower, speed, and strength. Uh, and to com combat that, you are given incredibly powerful armaments yourself. Well. As a result of that, casualties of war happen, and frequently. Uh, this game is so prepared for you to die that everybody has five revives uh, per individual added to the mission. So if you're running with a full squad, you have 20 deaths. You're allowed to die 20 times before a mission fails. 24 times, technically. Uh, before a mission fails, right? And so, like, this game, you are going to die. Like, the enemies are just so much there. They're, they outnumber you. They're stronger than you. They're faster than you. Their armor is thicker than yours. And you have to use your tactics and your communication and your teamwork and to to be successful on these missions. Uh, the stratagem mechanic, honestly, I think it might be one of my favorite mechanics in these sorts in, in a co-op experience uh, to recent memory. Uh, the closest thing that like you can get to it is like calling down a resupply in freaking Deep Rock Galactic, but it doesn't hit the same way because you have to physically input a code to call down what you want. You're allowed four stratagems per mission and like you're you're entering in like a freaking GTA cheat code. Like you have to hold uh like on controller you're you're holding the left bumper and then it's like up up down left right up and like and then you toss that on the ground and based off of the code that you inputted it's going to do a specific thing. And like they're labeled, right? Like it says like for orbital strike, do like this pattern, like the traditional orbital strike is like it's like right, right up. Right. And so like right, right up is always going to be a precision orbital strike if you have that equipped. Right. Uh, and so and then you can call that down and you can do that or you can you can use that same mechanic to call yourself down a grenade launcher or a machine gun that you've equipped to your loadout on a rotating cooldown. Because if you die, you drop those things and you might need to kind of pick it up again. Um Honestly, the game just offers so much in the way of immersion that like this is going to be what I feel is a premier 
co-op experience for anybody that enjoys playing games with their friends like because there is so much here you can play this game really sweaty you can play this game like kind of sweaty a little bit fun you can literally go in absolute shenanigans and just fucking nuke your friends like literally like we have killed each other in this game so many times accidentally in just absolutely bonkers ass ways like like bombs accidentally being knocked out of our hands i i literally i was playing with devin just the other day and he blinked he blinked and stepped in front of me he literally caught one bullet folks one bullet to the head and died instantly i was literally in tears laughing because his body just flops to the ground it's such a ridiculous unceremonious death you're just like ah fuck and then you just call in another hell diver because we've got him in droves up in stasis on the ship <laughs> yep true story and you know i kill them all the time with my cluster strikes yeah calling cluster time. strikes in danger close everybody right and like bombs just going off uh like the like the gameplay just offers an immersion on a level that i've rarely experienced in a co-op in a co-op game uh i it's it's incredible like you are you're going in there's there's a, a great diversity of combat uh like these like i don't want to rehash everything that these guys kind of already visited but like the gameplay loop is incredibly incredibly satisfying um one thing that like i i do want to touch on that we haven't really ha had the opportunity to discuss because we haven't experienced yet as players is like this game is just getting started um like we said this is a 40 dollars like double a title uh but it is eventually going to be a live service game um but it's not oh my god it guys i it might have my f my f favorite and i had to say this kind of in, in a weird way because like i monetization is like kind of eh, in games anyways but like as far as like approach to monetization this might be my favorite execution in a game of recent memory mm -hmm. like i i really do believe that because you open it up and it presents itself to you you're just like superstore super credits you're like fuck man i can spend money on this shit and and like and and buy skins or buy armor sets and stuff. They're like, this is pay to win. Wrong. You're, it's so literally like you can literally earn the in-game premium currency just by doing the missions if you just wander around the map. I have like almost six hundred of them, which is enough to buy a complete armor set, and I've never, I've not spent a dime. Also, uh, the monetization in and of itself is not predatory. Uh, like you could get uh, you can you could spend ten dollars and buy everything available in the superstore, like on that rotation, everything, everything it has to offer. Yeah. And there's uh, no like in-game pop up either. Just at the top, it just says it, acquisitions. But no, like... it just says acquisitions. And like, honestly, that doesn't function. That functions as uh, with as your battle pass and your uh, which is our war bonds in this case, which you use to purchase, you know, weapons and armors uh, using the uh, the regular in-game currency as well uh and so you know like it's very very non-predatory and like honestly uh i love the devs approach to it like they actually they've they've gone on record saying that they believe that uh games have to earn their right to be monetized like you have to earn a player's trust to be able to ask for their money more than once uh and like fuck yeah baby that's yeah that is Get that is that good good for you guys at arrowhead that's that's the way to that's the way to, to monetize your game um 
And like, honestly, like that feels really good because like it feels rewarding to play for everybody, even if you are a free to play player. Um, and like, honestly, like the cost of the monetization is like it's negligible. Like you can literally buy everything in the store for less than a single like Diablo Diablo four portal skin. That's crazy. Right. Because like a Diablo four portal skin costs you twenty dollars. That's not an exaggeration. It costs you twenty dollars. Like that's half of this game's price uh, but like honestly this this game has so much to offer if you enjoy third person shooters uh which honestly like that's that game like third person shooters have not been popular in a minute like i'm really glad that like this is kind of this kind of might bring that back a little bit uh if you enjoy playing with friends it's great with randoms too uh the game has so much to offer and like honestly it's just getting started like the galactic warm map war map is about to update for the first time ever here in like a day and we don't know what's going to happen we don't know if like if if we did it like are we going to be successful because one of the planets we're working on right now is not liberated yet and we've got 24 hours to do it and if we don't the bugs will push back and the war fronts will physically change and we'll be tasked as a community of players uh to take on new goals um this game has been uh pretty incredible and honestly like i as far as like co-op experiences go i see myself putting hours and hours and hours into this game uh in going into the future with that being said uh i want to ask you you boys just a few questions about what you guys think about the game and what you guys like maybe don't like about the game uh or what you would like to see from the game in the future so I would like to start with Devin a little bit on this one because he does have a little bit more time in the game. And I would love to hear your thoughts, Devin. Devin, for you, you have a ton of time in the game. Uh, you know, like we're pushing like 30 to 40 hours ourselves. Uh, what do you want to see from the future of this game? Having about 40 hours into it right now, experience, having experienced most, if not all, of the content currently available. On the gameplay front, uh, I'd like to see like an additional mode or two. I don't know exactly what those are, but I think uh, that would make the game have even more life in it. Um, and I don't care if it takes, you know, a year before that happens. I would just like to see that happen. Um, yeah, I could see new game game modes presenting itself yeah. in the future, especially yeah. if they found like a lore front, a lore front. Oh, my God. A lore, lore reason. Friendly way to yeah. implement it which it seems like they would do uh because mm -hmm. the game's very even though it's like even though the game the game's very self-serious but like it's not serious uh mm -hmm. and so like i could see them like implementing some like new like battle modes and stuff like uh or new mission types and that sort of thing like in really fun ways via the lore yeah yeah i would like to see that um and i would definitely like to see some sort of customized customization come into play it'd be really cool if we could make our ships look a little different from one another as well so like when you see everybody's cool. ships in orbit you can kind of see like different designs yeah and stuff to like kind of that. see the squads and stuff a little bit more variety yeah, maybe, there. maybe maybe yeah, display it is, it is cool that you can kind of already see the squads but it'd be cool like if you got to see like uh you know everybody's ship name and stuff like i know like right now like it only displays like the host ship name and like that sort mm -hmm. of thing yeah, like or yeah, like that would be really cool. Um, the other thing I would really like to see is uh, weapon customization, too. I'm a 
nerd for that and i would love to see it if we could like swap out attachments on some guns you know that would be really interesting because they do mm -hmm. already have like their alternate fire mode rate and stuff right so like if they they could mm -hmm. potentially deepen that right a little bit yeah. like uh in, like by yeah. adding some customization in the game i think that would be they would have to be very careful with balance with when it comes to that. Mm -hmm. Like, well, it, like could, the, it could be stuff the, like it would have to be like big, like it would have to be like big pluses, big minuses, I think. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd say like different kinds of sites because you can ADS in the first person with with weapons and they do all have some uh, different sort of sight on them. So it'd be really cool if we can customize those and maybe even mag sizes and different kinds of like barrels, I think like that would be the best way to go um as far as like grievances the i i don't really have a lot of grievances with this game the only negative thing that's happened is the desyncing and the uh, games dropping but it's it's on a launch and that's going to happen when they're stress testing servers i mean uh hulk broken in chat way in chat earlier said uh they only have 100 people on their team you know exactly that's it yeah, this, uh, this is a small team that made this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent. Uh, like, great answer. Thank you. Uh, mm -hmm. And like, oh, yeah. Um, uh, and before we actually know you want, I would uh, I would I'll just kind of I'll phrase this in a question and I'll, and I'll toss the ball over to DJ here, actually, because uh, we didn't really touch about this too much. But like, obviously, we should um, because like it is a, it is has affected the game is still currently affecting the game. Um, DJ, uh like obviously the game has been wildly successful like so much more so successful that like the development studio has literally gone on record saying that like we've literally gone without sleep to make sure that our servers have stayed alive but despite their best efforts and their open communication and they really are trying their best uh we have experienced lots of crashes desyncs uh, you know, like players not getting their rewards, you know, like getting kicked from lobbies, like missing, you know, like missing progress and stuff, that sort of thing. It has plagued the game. Uh, do you think, DJ, that these sorts of things are affecting the game enough right now that it is hampering player experience? Or do you think this is just kind of par for the course uh, for like these sorts of game releases? And this is just like, we just got to take this in stride. This is how this goes. Um, it, it, It's tough because I, I want this game to succeed just as the developers do. You know what I mean? Um, but I kind of think it's almost unavoidable, almost, uh, especially with, you know, saying that they have a hundred people and, like like you said earlier, they're suffering from their own success, really, of this game kind of popping off. It's tough. Um, I think my biggest issue was just getting the crossplay to work. Like I remember the like when we Dude, played. Your friend's request is still sitting in my box. Yeah, it's still there for me too. Yeah. Um, so I think that's just a thing with the crossplay because um, PC works just fine. PC to PC, PS5 to PS5 works just fine. Uh, but when you when you get that crossplay going, it's uh, we had to. I uh, remember on stream, I had to. Uh, Devin somehow got it to work, but I didn't. So Devin had to join off of Garrick's right. into Garrick's lobby, and I had to join via invite from Devin to me. So uh, if you have friends on different systems, be prepared to run into that kind of like 
roundabout way of setting up a, a squad. I kind of wish there was a, a little bit more to the UI for that, like lobby making uh, and setting up a, a squad that way, uh, just for kind of like a, a, a quality of life improvement. Um, the right. servers haven't been bad. I don't think I've had they a, definitely a improved place. since launch. Definitely improved since launch. And I don't think I had like a crazy, cra- I had a crazy crash when we played. Um, but other than that, I haven't, oh, and, and before we played, I crashed selecting my armor because you, you mentioned that they, earlier. They acknowledged that bug and it was actually part of the day yeah. one fix. Yeah. yeah, I fixed, yep. it, it, I fixed pretty fast, but, um, after that, I, though, I, yeah, after the first day, I haven't, I haven't run into any crashes. Game has been feeling really smooth. Excellent. Excellent. Well, gentlemen, I think we have pretty much shared all of our thoughts and our grievances and what we would love to see from this game in the future. Uh, Ernell, I know you are not officially here, but you really have been loving this game just as much as the rest of us. And uh, I do just want to before before we rate it real quick here, uh, I just I just want to know if you have anything that you just really want to get out there. The game's fucking good. Good talk. Excellent. (laughs) <laughs> excellent i fucking love that all right i'm doing so, my part with that boys. Being said, doing my part we're all doing our part so with that being said we are going to rate this game now now before we used to do our games on uh on a traditional rating scale right where we used to do one to ten nah we've done away with that like we don't we don't think that benefits you guys anymore so we've, we've decided to switch things up and now now we're rating our games on 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 a buy on a, a basically a buy by now or our weight our weight scale so w- w- with that being said we rate now on a play it now being like we this is the peak of the peak you guys gotta play this now spend your money on it it's worth going to get it right now and then we got play it right play it means like right it's like it's worth buying full price you don't have to wait for a sale on this one. You know, pick it up as soon as at your, at your convenience, right? Then we've got wait for sale or wait for that bad boy to come to Game Pass, right? We're talking like your traditional 10%, 20% sale off. Deep sale, right? 20% or lower. Like, don't so don't spend your money on this game. Like, buy it when you are willing to pick it up on that deep, deep sale. Or hard pass, right? We played it, so you guys didn't have to. With that being said, DJ, what is your official rating? Four Helldivers two. Play it now, man. It's forty bucks. Uh, that is a great deal for the amount of game you get right now. Um, especially in uh, we're basically in the era of seventy dollar games now. So you get a seventy dollar game for forty dollars. I think that is a great deal. So play it now. Hell yeah, we gotta play it now from dj devin what do you have to say about it what is your rating so i'm doing my part now when you look into yourself do you feel like you're doing your part or do you feel like a tim robinson or do you want to say that you're doing your part because i'm doing my part get this game now do do fucking shit <laughs> fucking shit. I didn't Hell do fucking yeah. shit. <laughs> so that is in, t- in case you didn't uh in case you didn't catch that, that is a play it now from Devin also. And you want to know what, gentlemen? 
I am in agreement. This is a $40 game. It's a double A title with triple A polish. There's so much love put into this title. I have literally suffered through every single disconnect and literally just got right back on every single time. Got right back into the pod, dove right back onto the planets to liberate the bugs and those automatons from their fucking bodies, baby. This is Hell a yeah. play it now. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So that makes it official, folks. This is a Play It Now game. Ooh. Helldivers 2, Play It Now. This is worth your money at its price point. Despite its technical issues on the server side, there is so much get going on for this game. It is a Play It Now. Give this developer and give this franchise yadalas if you are into co-op PvE third-person shooter experiences a la Starship troopers Dude. all right folks we do have just a little bit more left for you this evening we're going to get into our content schedule that we have for the rest of the week right so thursday we normally have our splash damage but we do not have a splash damage uh, uh tomorrow for our on uh our thursday for you guys i apologize i'm thinking it's uh wednesday we don't have a splash damage on thursday for you guys this week because gk is taking that uh that time to go see madam webb with that being said, on Friday, we have 20,000 films under the sea, and we will be reviewing Madam Web for you all that evening at 7 p.m. Pacific time right here, baby. Hell yeah. Well, please let us know what you guys think of Helldivers 2. Do you plan on picking it up? Honestly, if you do, let us know, because we're looking for all, as many folks to play this game as we are. Is this something you guys think is worthy uh, of, of the $40 price tag? And is this something that you're interested in? Let us know in the comments below. Because this is Good Kraken Death Ratio. Your choice for all the nerdy video game news, reviews, and discussion that you want to hear live each and every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Pacific time. If you've liked what you've heard, you can head over to our Discord where you can submit questions and topics to the show, get exclusive content, and have early access to the episodes before they go live on podcasts and video services wherever you like to watch or listen. But you can also support us by going to our YouTube channel, clicking that beautiful bell and big red button, folks, or by subscribing to our podcast channel by searching Death Ratio and leaving a review there. Review. We have to go, folks. But until next time, I'm doing my part. I'm, I'm doing, doing my, my part. part. I'm doing my part.